0: loved giving myself uh, an applause, um, a a drum roll, all of those things. They're fun to do. Good afternoon. Good morning to those of you that are listening. uh, Well, actually good everything because we got people listening all over the world, right? So good morning. Good afternoon. Happy Friday. Um, Thank you for tuning in to we're doing real talk uh with karen stacy and andre whitfield today um we are so 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 lucky right because we have like the man the legend uh in the building today um which i couldn't be happier about um he, Dondre has been, um, a lifelong friend. Um, he's like a brother to me and, um, nothing makes me happier than to get the opportunity to hang out with him for a little bit. And I brought you guys along for the ride. Um, Dondre, are you with me?
1: Yes, I am. Well, As good morning to you. Good morning. I'm listening to you eulogize me, which uh, feels <laughs> like I've kind of, I died. Um, Oh, God. I'm sorry.
0: (laughs) I'm sorry. Well, you know, I'm kind of in that mode right now. Uh, As you know, uh, I just lost my dog. So I I guess I'm feeling a little uh, nostalgic or whatever you want to call it. So Uh certainly... Don't want to say that. You are more alive than ever. So uh, if, I, <laughs> I, if I didn't do justice, I apologize.
1: No, you definitely did justice. It just sounded like, you know, when you talk about that, it, you know, that's the kind of stuff. Unfortunately, it's the kind of stuff that, you know, most people don't get to hear about themselves, un, you know, until they, you know, they leave here. Um, yeah, and ain't so, that a problem? I mean, that's a big problem. A yeah, that yeah is definitely no definitely a big problem. Yes.
0: It's a problem.
1: Yeah, that is a
0: problem. I feel like, you know, if more people spoke, um, you know, while people were here, um, the world would be a better place.
1: Yes, indeed. Um, What's interesting about this, uh, actually, is that um, this morning, as I was, you know, getting the... You know, the, the, the day started, kids, of course, out to school, three dogs, wife, all that. Right. I literally said, because I have been experiencing people um, who use their past, P-A-S-T, mm-hmm. as their past, P-A-S-S, uh-huh. to, not, to not show up the way they should show up. Yep. Well, I would do better, but, you know, when I was yep. six... Yep. This happened. Oh I I would do better, but you know when I was 33, I would I would do better, but yesterday, listen to me. I, my father kidnapped me when I was 6 years old. When I was 14 years old, I had a gun put to my head while uh they were uh trying to rob my best friend of, of his leather bomber jacket. My father never I- taught me how to be a how to be a man. I you know, all these kinds of I got jumped when, you know, when I was in my, when I was on television, so all these kinds of things that have happened in my past, but Mm -hmm. I never use any of it as my past. And this morning I literally said, you know what I'm going to, so your, your listeners are getting a preview of the post that I'm going to do on uh, my Instagram um, about this very thing, who would you be if you found out that you were dying right now, mm-hmm. if you were, if you found out that you were dying right now and God said to you, I don't want to offend anyone. God, you know, uh, God is prevalent in my life. It may not be in other people's lives, but whatever you, th- the, 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 the higher being, that you look to for spiritual guidance in your walk, or if you don't have any at all, if you just call it the universe, yep. whatever you look to for spiritual center, if that spiritual center said you're dying and you, by the end of today, you will be dead. But what I'm going to do is if you promise to commit to stop using your past as your past, I will extend you new life. Hmm. Who would you be then? Who would you be then when you didn't use that past as your excuse or use as your past to not show up as the better version of yourself? Who would you be then?
0: Well, I would be me. Um, but I,
1: well, you, well, we know about you.
0: (laughs) No, I'm just saying I'm answering the question, but you know what? It's really, and this is the funny thing about,
1: well, I should say how, how would you be?
0: No, I'm, I'm, I would be me. So Mm -hmm. what I mean by that is I just had this conversation with someone the other day and I've, spoken about this um, a number of times as well, because, you know, for instance, I'll give you for instance, um, you know, for those people that are tuned in that don't know, um, I lost my husband when my son was five years old and he was in school and they were doing a lesson on family. And when he came home and, you know, you had to write the people in your family and and all of that. Right. So obviously that was tough because it was very new to us losing his father. Mm -hmm. And I said to him, we wrote down, you know, the other people, you know, his uncle, his grandparents, you know, me, yada, yada. Right. So I said to him, I realized that there's one big void here. But look at all that you have, look at all of the love that you have. So when I spoke to the teacher, the teacher said to me, oh my God, I feel terrible. Maybe we should have skipped that lesson. And I said, absolutely not. You don't skip the lesson. Maybe you hug him. Maybe you sit next to him while you're doing the lesson so he feels supported, but he doesn't get a pass because Mm -hmm. his father died he gets extra love, he gets extra attention, hopefully, right? Um, but he doesn't get a pass. And so I was just talking to somebody very recently who is, is having some health issues. And, you know, they were like, well, but I have this, and well, but you know, I got to deal with that, and I go, okay. Well, I do that too. Like this one does that too. Okay, I get it. So the the problem, I think, a big problem is, is that people do not, and I don't know if you you agree with me or not, but I feel that people do not make peace with their past. So they, it's constantly, it's not their past, right? It's their present because you know, oh, well, I can you know, like I could use the same thing. I could say, well, you know, I could write out the, I'm a single parent. Um, I'm a widow. I mean, we all been through stuff, right? I mean, everybody's been through things. Like you just said, you had a gun held to your head, you had this, you had that, you know, and which is like not completely abnormal, sadly, um, you know, to say. So your, your past makes you who you are today, but, um, I feel like when you just said, who are you? I would be the person I am today because I have used what has happened to me in the past to make me a more authentic, um, uh, organic, transparent, um, accountable human, if, if that makes sense.
1: hmm hmm Yeah, absolutely, it does make sense. And w- what's interesting is that that should be the answer for all of us, right? Right. That we should be using the things that happened to us in our past. Right. And instead of using it as a past to not show up, yep. use it as an activator to show up. Yeah. Right. Um, it should be the kind of food that we use to show up in a better uh, mental, emotional, and spiritual way, right? My father um, uh, not showing up for me when I was a kid uh, and, and me having a, 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 uh, an explosive sort of tumultuous uh, relationship with my mom at times because I sort of reminded her of, of him um, and then the hardship of a, of a single mom raising mm-hmm. a child in a turbulent environment like Brooklyn and mm-hmm. and not having all the tools herself. You know, my mom was very young when she had me. And so, you know, now you get this, you know, person who's still learning to be, you know, their own adult self uh, and struggling with uh, raising a child in that kind of environment can really lead to some, you know, to some very, um, violent and, and outrageous behaviors at times. And mm-hmm. so when you get put into those situations, it's one of the reasons why I got motivated to write my book, Male versus Man, because I didn't want anyone to suffer through coming into their manhood, matriculating into their manhood the way I had to, because I didn't have a model that I could mirror. Right. right. And so we can all again be using our past as an activator to do something for the better good of humanity.
0: Right, so there are a lot of people that are probably listening right now and and they're saying, all right, well, how do I do that?
1: You know, like, okay,
0: that that sounds good. So like to break it down, right? So if if you wanna say so, if people are just joining us right now, um, we kind of went off topic-ish a little bit today because apparently- It's
1: it's, it's it's on topic. I'm gonna prove it. it. Okay. I said
0: ish. Okay. <laughs> I said ish. I know okay. it's, it's the prelude. I got it. It's the prelude yes. to the kiss. I got yes. that. But yes. I just had to, you know, so for anybody that's just joining us right now, first of all, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, uh, wherever you're listening from. Um, uh, with me today, we're doing some real talk today. We don't usually do real talk uh, at noon, uh, but when you got Dondre, you got to go real talk. And um, so I have Dondre Whitfield on with me today. And. Um, And we were just talking about, um, do you use your past as a pass? So P-A-S-T and P-A-S-S. And of course, with my accent, God knows what that sounds like, but that's okay. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So... We're, we're trying to, we're talking about that right now. So, um, you know, D'Andre spoke about, uh, things that, that he's gone through in his past that, you know, and, and I spoke about things that I went through in my past. And so how do you uh, not allow your, how do you not have a pass for your past?
1: Yeah, it's a, uh, it's such a, a, a good question because Um, So many people that I talk to on a a day-to-day basis, particularly the people that I counsel in these areas, they always say, well, how do I get to the other side of that? And so to get really back on topic, and to your point, this is absolutely the prelude to the kiss, our past has to be the thing that activates our purpose, right? And so my past with my father not being the model that I could mirror in order for me to properly matriculate into manhood left a gaping hole in my heart and left me without the information and instruction that I need in order to become the man that I was intended to become when I was created. Mm -hmm. So I often counsel uh, my, my, my clients into understanding that the key to uncovering your purpose is sifting through your pain. Uh-huh. So, so when we talked about the past, yeah, we were talking about the past with the idea of the past, uh, uh, being a painful, a, 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 a pa- very painful, right. right. And that right. we're using our past that is painful as a yep. past to just Show up in all the wrong ways, right?
0: Right, but wait, hold on. I'm going to interrupt you. But then you have people. Then you have people that would say to you, "Yeah, but it's mine. Is it's worse? It's 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 painful." And and I no, but but what? But and there's always that, and it's like, and it's hard because sometimes you have to really stop a person, and you don't want to, like, you almost, like, you got to shake them a little bit, right? Because mm-hmm. a lot yeah. of people will keep going back to, but, 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 and yes. you're like, okay, yes. so now, for all those people, like, that's the thing, right? The first thing is that they have to become accountable
1: for, yes,
0: um, right, their reactions, they're, right? They're ac- I, I,
1: exactly. right? Exactly. 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 So you hit on something that's really important. My my son is 13 years old. And one of the things, you know, I'm a, I'm a huge golfer. And my son now is really getting into the game. And mm-hmm. the game can be extremely frustrating. Mm-hmm. Um, and at times, because he is and has been good at every other sport that he's, uh, that I've introduced him to, this game is somewhat different. And so at times he will, um, have these demonstrative, you know, reactions uh-huh. towards him, not showing up the way he wants to show up. And I right. say, "Son, listen to me, I'm not telling you, I hate when people say, or excuse me, I dislike when people say you have to control your emotions. Right. You don't have to control your emotions. You have to control your responses to your mm-hmm. point, your reactions, right? Mm-hmm. So I am allowed to, as a human being, absolutely be angry, be sad, yep. Be, yep. be met all of those things, right? Yep. And and the reason why I know that is because those emotions were put in me for a very uh, specific reason. Right? They're they're not coincidence. That I that I'm capable of feeling emotions, so I don't I'm not required to control my emotions, right? I'm required to control my responses. So when you look at all of the things that are you know that are happening in society, where you see, and I don't want to mention names because I don't want to I don't want people to feel like we're disparaging a person. I never attack a person. I address a position. So, when yeah, you see any TVs, me too. Me too. Yeah. yeah. That's so what I do. He,
0: I never it, I, you don't need to call anybody out. You just use it as a learning experience. Exactly um, that. By giving an example, exactly. That,
1: that's right. So, we, we the reason why we've been seeing or or we have been blessed with seeing people show up as the lesser versions of themselves is for uh-huh. us to see that's what that kind of behavior looks like on me. If I don't show up well, Mm. right? So we're seeing celebrities be Mm -hmm. violent towards people, right? These people that we hold up on these pedestals and, and all of these other things, these kinds of responses are evidence that there is work to be done in their life about uh, surrounding some very specific issues. Right. Right. So every, the world is going to be what it is, right? The world at times can be very disgusting. Yeah, it it can be very toxic, hard, it can be hard, attacking, unfair, Unfair. abusive, all of those things. Mm -hmm. Right? So the expectation for some people is that somehow the world is supposed to be this glorious, magnificent, benevolent, Nurturing place that's always going to be an advocate for us. Oh God, wouldn't and that
0: be nice?
1: It's, it's not life. And here's what I want our folks to understand. One of the reasons why we experience things in life like that is to serve as a litmus test to where yeah. we really are in our walk. So when you get exposed to these certain things, it's kind of like, think of it like an an airborne uh, illness, right? You get exposed to those airborne illnesses in order for you to understand just how well your body is capable of fighting off those illnesses. Mm. How well your immune system is actually working. Right? Right. So your your emotional, mental, spiritual immune system is being tapped into in order to give you an indication about where you are in your journey as a, as an evolved human being, as an elevated human being.
0: And to take that a step further, um, it actually does impact your immune system. Because if you, like literally, because if Mm -hmm. you are harboring all of these things, they manifest inside of you. And uh, anybody that suffered from anxiety or depression, um, that is debilitating. I mean, you have an anxiety Mm -hmm. attack. You're going to the hospital if you've never had one before, because you think you just had a heart attack. Mm -hmm. So It's, what happens is, is that, and I learned this at a young age as well, is that when we suppress these things and, you know, we keep going, like, cause like you just said, life is unfair. Life is, you know, keeps going and yada, yada. So what do you do? You got to keep going, right? So Mm -hmm. you find coping mechanisms and a lot of times those coping mechanisms may not be the healthiest mechanisms, but they're the ones that you... You know, you use because maybe you don't have a better, um, you know, uh, example, right? Like, like what you were saying with your dad. So, Mm -hmm. a lot of people don't realize that when they become physically ill, it could be a a direct impact from their emotional and mental state.
1: Mm -hmm. No, absolutely that because that to that point it becomes a manifestation of all the things that you're being exposed to. Right. Right. And so when whenever I I never get um upset at the world for being what I know the world is. Right. right? I, I I expect that. Right. My job now is to allow the the things that I have um done in terms of the work on myself to take over in order to navigate what I'm being exposed to Mm -hmm. and then find a way for me to decompress, find my peace center, because I know the following day, I'm going to be exposed to the exact same thing.
0: And that, and that was another conversation I was having because the whole thing is, is that like you said, life is going to keep coming at you so sometimes Mm -hmm. people might say right you have people that say um well i'm gonna move to another state um if i move to another state my i'll be fine right so that's a great idea in theory and maybe if you live in a state where everything is crazy which is everywhere at this point but that's a whole other topic um and you move to a different state so you have a better surrounding and that helps then um that's great but it doesn't mean that, um, if you, uh, you know, a lot of people think if they just remove themselves from, from, from the, that, that their problems will go away. But if you move to another state and you don't handle your problems, they're following you to the other state, correct?
1: No no question because (laughs) wherever you go, there you are. Right. So, (laughs) so that it's, it's exactly what you're speaking about. It's like the person who has um issues in their relationship and they change out their partner like they're changing socks right like oh it must yep. be it must be yep. my partner
0: yeah so there i'm just no gonna change good, partners right there were no good guys there were no good girls exactly, exactly. i love that mm-hmm. i love that and i'm mm-hmm. like um what's the common denominator
1: exactly who's it's the common you.
0: denominator yeah that's right Yeah,
1: absolutely right. Like uh, that. It's one of the reasons why we have to keep saying to ourselves, and I I do this with the couples that I work with. I always say your job is to say, I am, uh, I am the problem, but I'm also the solution. Right? Mm -hmm. Why, why, why Why do I want, why do I want us to say that? Because we're required to do our work for ourselves. You can't do your, the work for your partner. Uh You cannot change your partner. Mm -hmm. Your partner is only going to be the sum total of the work that they do. So in, in, in other words, if they respond in the same way that they used to respond five years ago, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, 20 years ago, they are not doing any work on themselves. So now what are you? In... Go ahead. I'm sorry. I mean, so no, now no, no. I, of I-, course. I- I'm
0: just thinking, so I'm, I'm listening to it and I always try to do, not devil's advocate, but I always try to, to flip things. So right. somebody is listening right now, right? And we're trying to say that, you know, you have to be accountable um, and, and you know, you have to own it and, and grow from it, right? So now yeah. what if somebody listening right now doesn't, is not self-aware? Um, what if somebody that's <laughs> listening right now is saying... <laughs> Well, that makes a lot of sense, but
1: mm-hmm.
0: how do I do that? Or like, I don't do that or maybe, mm-hmm. you know, and I think the first, the first thing to say is, do I do that? Absolutely. Right? I mean, to-
1: Absolutely. So if you, and, and I love the way you framed it because it that's perfect because I use this expression all the time. I, I, I really dislike being around people who are, uh, who are not self-aware.
0: Yeah, and always
1: right. Yeah, who don't have a consciousness about how they show up. Look, if you're struggling to figure out how you're showing up, guess what? Ask people who are around you closely, how am I showing up for you? Yep. Because they're going to tell you. If you give them the permission to tell you how you're showing up, the people around you who really care about you are going to tell you. Right. right? You know what the You're... hard
0: the hard part about that is that some people don't have people that really care about Absolutely. them. Absolutely. That's a tough thing, and that, that is a tough are... thing. Right, and also not having people that you trust because, like, for me personally, yep. um, mm-hmm. I do what what you were just saying in the sense of I know I have a very strong personality, right? So sometimes, Mm -hmm. I mean, I've worked on this, but sometimes I come off in a way that people are already going up against me when I haven't even said anything, right? Mm -hmm. So, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and I'm very sensitive. So Mm -hmm. somebody may do or say something and my first reaction, I'm like, and I, I'll turn around and, like, I'll, I'll try to breathe and I tell everybody, like, you know, the three-second rule, like, you're not supposed to, you know, if, if it lands on the floor for three seconds, kiss it up to God and eat it, right? So right. I always tell people, three-second rule, like, you gotta, like I say it to my son, you gotta take a breath, you gotta wait mm-hmm. the three seconds, sometimes longer- before Mm -hmm. you react and respond. And so I will do that. I will turn around and Carmela can vouch for it because she's on here right now because there are things that go on. You know what this business is like. And Mm I'm like, is it me? Is it me? Did, what did, did I, was that me? Did I say the wrong thing? Was I, whatever, like, and I always say, did I come off wrong? Like, did I, was I offensive? Was I, you know, this, was I that? And, you know, a lot of times, like you said, if you have good people around, they will, um, you know, they'll give you back that feedback, uh, mm-hmm. you know, and they might say, in a con-, and, and again, when somebody is asking you these questions, don't be an ass when you answer them, you know? Like, mm-hmm. you gotta be kind when you speak, you know, to say, you know what, cat, you know how you are, you do come off strong, but mm-hmm. I don't think blah, blah, blah. Or yeah, you kind of did. So maybe you got to kind of like apologize or whatever the case may be, you know. Um, But that's the problem is that a lot of people um, don't have that sounding board, if you will, because a lot of people stroke other people. So instead of being honest and saying what somebody really doesn't want to hear but needs to hear, people will stroke those people. So how do you set yourself up for success?
1: Well, this is, this is a very easy one, right? So in my book, I talk about, there are two different languages, right? There is kerosene language and then there is protein language. Mm. Protein language is the kind of language that helps to build people up. Kerosene language is the kind of language that will burn people down. Mm. So if somebody asks you, "Hey, how am I showing up?" Now I'll give you I'll give you an example. Let's say my wife asks me, uh, "Babe, how do I look in this dress?" Now, <laughs> first of all, it's a dangerous. horrible question to ask a man. Yeah, It's a, horrible, qu- it's a horrible question to ask a man. Okay, dangerous. But because I am. Uh, so much more infinitely smart than I was in my twenties. If I didn't think that that dress, if I thought that she was look over COVID, we've all gained COVID weight, right? So we're all not the, the, the versions of ourselves that we were pre COVID. Right. So speak for yourself. Well, I'm just saying that many, excuse (laughs) me, many of us, (laughs) right? So, so, so some people, right. Some of us have, have uh, gained some COVID weight, right? Right. And so we aren't the version of ourselves that we were pre COVID. Right. And so let's say in your mind, you did think that, that someone gained weight and that now that dress may not fit them the same way. Right. You could answer I'm going to give you the kerosene uh, answer first. Uh huh. That dress makes you look fat. Right. Here's the protein language. I don't think that dress makes you look the way I see you.
0: Mm hmm. I don't mm-hmm. think
1: that makes you look your best. Right. I can, no, convey I can convey the same thing same thing but use different language that won't burn you down but activate right. you to actually do something right.
0: I gotta tell you a funny story um, I, my my husband was a very um, matter of fact you know like just he was a straight shooter. you think I, I shoot straight he's he's real straight. So I would say to him um, babe, does this dress make my hips look big? And he was like, uh, yeah, you have big hips.
1: <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> in my pants. He's like, but I love them. But it was mm-hmm. like, it was an honest answer. Right. Because mm-hmm. I asked a, a point blank question, the point blank question to so my hips look big in this outfit. And the answer was yes. But mm-hmm. he didn't make me feel like I was a fat ass. Uh, you know, right. he just, said uh, you know well yeah like i'm not going to lie to you obviously that dress does accentuate your hips which i'm good with as long as right. you're good with it then right. you know that's all that matters so yeah i mean again it's it, it really does matter like the company we keep right because this, if you're in a fragile state and you keep company around you that doesn't um you know, uh, empower you and doesn't support you, then you're never going to be able to stand straight up. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, and eventually, I think I-, I could be. I mean, I see it in myself. Eventually, as you gain, um, as you gain that support, you no longer need it to the same degree because mm-hmm. you it helps you form your core and who and what you are. So this way, when somebody does say to you, well, like you look fat in that dress, you turn around and you shake it, you know, you shake what your mama gave you and you don't Mm -hmm. really care what, what they think, but it's Mm -hmm. a really hard place to get to.
1: Absolutely. It's a, it's a, it's a tough uh, place to get to, but here's what we have to, to really accept. We have to accept that we are not responsible for fixing anyone. Mm
0: -hmm. We have
1: to accept that the only person that we are uh, responsible to fix is ourselves. And if Mm -hmm. you've grown up on this earth, everybody, like I said, you know, you have to fix you because you're broken. Well, how do you know I'm broken? Okay. Mm -hmm. If you, if you've been born on this earth, (laughs) <laughs> you're broken <laughs> because this planet breeds toxicity. Mm-hmm. So there's going to be something, I don't care who you are, or what environment you've grown up in, something has attacked you, something has harmed you, something has traumatized you, something has shifted who you were when you were first born and impacted you to the degree. That it has made you the lesser version of yourself prior to being traumatized. So every single day, our job is to triage our heart, triage our spirit, right? In order for us to show up as the better version of ourselves. But we have to be intentional about that kind of of action. Right. right? It doesn't
0: Um, happen by accident.
1: No, it definitely doesn't happen by accident. And I I really want us to segue into what we were talking about or what we originally were um, uh, having the room be about, which was passion versus purpose, right? Mm -hmm. All of those things that we just talked about, and I, I said earlier that the way for us to access our purpose is to sift through our pain, mm-hmm. right? That's how we actually uncover our purpose. So, I was most in pain about my father, which is why because he didn't he showed up as a male, right? And just so our listeners understand my my definition that I, I write about in my book, Male versus Man. Males, listen and sisters, you I, you better you better listen to this. by the way when i say sisters i'm not talking about color i'm talking about consciousness so any woman who can hear the sound of my voice when i say sisters that means you males look to be served while men look to be of service there is a gigantic difference between those two because i hear people all the time aren't those the same absolutely not every man that you meet is a male but not every male that you meet is a man so My father showed up as a male his entire life, never truly matriculated into manhood when I was a child, not until much later on, when he found Islam and received information and instruction through the Quran and his, uh, his journey in Islam. I didn't find that out until much later in my life, right? But because I had experienced so much pain, in dealing with my father, and then the pain of me losing my best friend. And I talk about this in uh, the prerequisite, which is actually the what the preface usually would be in any other book. I talk about this in Male Versus Man, where I felt like I had an assignment to look after my best friend, and I abandoned him hmm. selfishly. And my best friend died as a result of me abandoning him in that hour. And so the pain of my father and the pain of me losing my best friend taught me how much work I really needed to put in, in order for me to show up as the man that I knew that I was intended to be when I was created. So all of that pain defined my purpose. And so now my purpose is to help males matriculate into manhood for the betterment of humanity. That Mm -hmm. is my purpose, right? Mm -hmm. What is the difference between purpose versus passions, right? Because all of us have a lot of things that we enjoy doing, the things that that, that we're passionate about. I'm passionate about acting. It's not my purpose. I'm passionate about horseback riding. It's not my purpose. I'm passionate about golf, scuba diving, all this, they are not my purpose. Here's the mm-hmm. difference. Mm-hmm. Your passions serve you. Your purpose serves, serves others. others. Real so talk. The, key, the key to sustained happiness and peace is you being able to walk out your purpose. The reason why you meet so many people who are miserable, And I'm talking about, I know people who are very highly accomplished people, all the Mm -hmm. money in the world, all the accolades Mm -hmm. in the world, still miserable, Miserable. human beings. You Mm -hmm. know why? Because they're really great at walking out their passion. They have no idea what their purpose is. Yeah. So very true. They oversaturate themselves with, you know, the the person who's the workaholic. I gotta do this. I gotta go. I gotta uh," because they don't know why they're here.
0: So well, they think also, if I do
1: one more project that will feed it. If I buy one more Louis Vuitton bag, right. that will do it. If I buy one more pair of, of, of red bottoms, if I buy some more diamonds, right. that will do it. But that's that also a distraction nothing to do with it. I, well, that's, that's exactly that's a
0: distraction.
1: No, okay. That's exactly what it is. We need yeah. those distractions in order yeah. to distract us from the pain that we're actually yep. going through and not knowing yep. what our purpose is. Exactly. Right. Right. So we need we need more sex. We need more diamonds. We need more bags. We need more accolades. We need more money in order to distract us. Exactly. In order to distract us from not knowing what our purpose is. The majority of of human beings on the face of this earth do that because let me give you an example. How many times has anyone ever had a conversation with you about purpose? about teaching you about what purpose is not very right. many, very, no. because no. our world is not, uh, 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 tuned in to what that is. Our, tu- right. our world is tuned into, uh, 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 consuming. So yep. what the world teaches you is and hey, and if you be a great, yeah, if you, if you want to be, if you want to be a great consumer, right. Then you have to obtain money in order to be able to consume. No one ever tells you about being of service and that that is the pathway to, to sustained happiness. How do you think people who, who don't have, who live in shanties Mm -hmm. can be happy or be at peace Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because it isn't about money. It's not about purchasing helicopters or private jets. It's about knowing how you. Exactly. It's it, it, That it's piece peace. comes from you being Inside. able to be of service to others. That's the way we were created. We were created mm-hmm. to be of service to others.
0: All right. Well, see, but a lot of people don't. And that's what I'm saying, too. A lot of people don't recognize what they do because it's always I, I have you know friends I have people and it's always um they, they're like you said they're working they're building this they're building that okay and then it's always somebody that has to do a project that they, they're rearranging the furniture in their house they're 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 cleaning the closets they're you know this and not that any of these things are bad things but it's mm-hmm. always something so the funny yes. thing that, that I learned from this you know this thing we call life is I learned that it's very important to be quiet and still. Yes. And it's a very hard thing to do. And I will tell you, even in my own, from this week, for instance, um, on uh, Monday, my 15-year-old pit bull was put down, and Monday was my birthday. and. (sighs) It was hard because um, growing up, my mother always—I mean, for a few reasons—it was hard. But one of the things is growing up. My mom always made it like a big deal about my birthday. Like, and it—and my mom didn't make a big deal about a lot of things, but my birthday, she always did. So I always felt like a. a a princess on my birthday because it was all about me. And like no other days were all about me. And this day was always all about me. And I remember when my husband was alive and he was like, Karen, really? We're going to celebrate for a goddamn month. I mean, how long is your birthday? I'm like, damn right. We are. It's my freaking birthday. It's my month and we're going to celebrate. And, um, you know, now my mom doesn't, you know, my mom suffers from dementia and she doesn't you know, I mean, I I think she knows who I am, but, uh, she doesn't speak. She doesn't anything. Right. So that's hard enough. Right. My husband isn't here. So that's hard enough. Um, you know, the list goes on, but anyway, um, you know, my dog of 15 years, um, a pit bull and her legs just gave out on her on Saturday. And so, We thought she was leaving us Saturday night and then Sunday, um, she perked up a little bit. We thought she was going to be good. And then unfortunately, um, they, when they called the vet and, and, you know, we wanted to bring her in, we were trying to do it for Tuesday. And the only time the vet had was Monday. So now my father wants to take me out for my birthday. My son is sick, so he can't go out. And I don't know what to do. And I'm crying. I'm just, you know. And so my son is like, mom, this isn't going anywhere. I want you to, you know, go out with grandpa and just get away from this for for a little bit and go celebrate life. And my son, my 13-year-old son said to me, you know, life isn't about mourning. Um, It's about living. So you need to celebrate life. Celebrate her life and celebrate your birthday. So I went out and of course I, you know, for a little bit, and of course I was, you know, not very good company fighting back the tears or whatever. And the moral to this was that I said to myself, Tuesday, I am going to be still and I'm going to be quiet. And I stood in my house. I didn't shower. I didn't change my clothes. I didn't really move. People were texting me, calling me. I was very limited. My son was home that day too. We barely spoke to each other. It was just, we both, like I said, I'm going to take that time to feel what I'm feeling. And I said, Wednesday, I'm going to wake up and it's going to be another day. And Wednesday I woke up I had a pretty decent day on Wednesday all things considered. Yesterday I woke up and I didn't I couldn't get out of my bed. Like I couldn't function and I was an absolute mess all day yesterday. But you have to allow yourself that because people are so busy doing projects and being busy that they're not dealing with the actuality of what is going on and what is going on is your grieving or you're processing or you're hurting, whatever th- th- it is. Right. And so people don't allow that because why? I always say like a three day grace period, right? When somebody dies, you know, they, that, that week before they do the services and the burial, y- your phone rings off the hook. Everybody's sending food. Everybody's doing this. Everybody's doing that. After everything's over, what happens? Mm Silence, And now you got to deal with what just happened. So I, I think that a lot of times people do not allow themselves the processing time, right? And the time to grow from it, because right at that point, I mean, we don't know why things happen. I always say, what, what am I, what are you supposed to get from what happened? And so um, when I first started doing this show, you and I had, uh, you were one of my first um, guests and you and I had a conversation before that. And I said to you, well, I don't want to go too deep. I don't want to be too heavy because people, people don't want to hear that. And you said to me, well, that ain't you.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: So Mm -hmm. what do you, what do you, how are you going to do that? If it's, that's not you. Mm -hmm. So I think that the best advice for knowing what your purpose is, is knowing who you are.
1: Yeah, no question. Yeah. There's, you can't, it's sort of like, um, it's sort of like being fit. You go into like a wardrobe fitting. Right. And this person who has a great idea about what they like decides to put you in right. a dress that uh-huh. is like and you're like and they're in their mind you look fantastic. Right. You look in the mirror and you go, I don't look uh-huh. like me. Uh-huh. So now you something's sit there and you not go, right. Yeah, not not it's all wrong. Right, And then they go, no, you look for, this is, this is going to be great. And you go, this is not me, me, this Mm -hmm. is not me. So now guess what? You aren't going to look good in that piece because as you walk in it, you're walking around with the notion that you don't look good in it. So even if the, the piece itself by itself. The piece is great. Right. It won't look great on you because you're walking around with the thought that this doesn't state properly who I am. You don't own it. I can't own it because I know it isn't me. Yep. So everything that we do in this life. I'm at a place in my life now where. I feel bad for people who don't understand why they're here. Mm. I have a great deal of empathy for people who have no... Look, watch this. You don't have to take my word for it. Let let me just put it into, into proper perspective for you real quick. What if I said to you that God, Allah, Jehovah, the universe, whatever you call your higher Being that you look for for spiritual center. What if I said to you that that's that that spiritual center that higher being created you to simply wake up in the morning go Hmm. to work Mm -hmm. go back home go Mm -hmm. to sleep do the same thing all over again until Friday get a check Mm -hmm. go to the weekend get drunk. Mm Uh, uh, pass mm-hmm. out, wake up, mm-hmm. wait, get up Monday morning, do the whole thing all over again. And that's the only thing that your life means. What would you say if I told you that the higher being that you look to for spiritual center created you to have that life and and, and that's it? What would you say to me? You, you know, you like, that's a, that's a that really be,
0: great perspective. That would be ridiculous.
1: That would be ridiculous right. right? Right. Absolutely. Cause, cause, Cause we know we were created. For something deeper than that. Well, why mm-hmm. is it that if we put it in that context? Right. It makes sense. It Right? That that makes sense. Why right. is it that that's the majority of, the, uh, that's the way that the majority of people that we encounter, that's the way they live their life. Yep. Work, a lot the paycheck, get trashed over it. the weekend, do it the whole, and do it all over again the next week.
0: Empty. Well, a lot of people are empty. And so, you know, you find that the more, I don't, I don't, I don't know if I want, I don't even want to use the word evolved, but the more self-aware you are and the more at peace you are, um, I think that you see things very differently. So like, and then energy speaks too. So you can, you know, when you're around those people, you kind of get that That's all they got to give, you know, like there are a Mm -hmm. lot of people that you can, there are a lot of people like we have friends, right? And some of our friends are better friends than others. Why? Because some people don't have anything to give you. And I don't mean, you know, obviously I don't mean gifts. I mean, um, emotionally, uh, you know, spiritually, whatever, they got nothing to give you because they are on empty. So I always tell people you can't pour from an empty cup. So a lot of people, you know, have these friends and you have to know that, you know, something like growing up, right? We had friends that we would hang out with. That you would go clubbing with. Then you had friends that you know you had that you called when your life was upside down. Um, you know we have different categories, if you will, because certain people do not have this; they don't have the same capacity. So the people that are getting up every day and going to work and coming home and going through the notions, they don't have anything else to give you because that's all they got. So a lot of times people, and you know what? Sometimes some people do better with those type of people because sometimes there are emotionally needy people as opposed to um, emotionally unavailable people. And you, I know I tend to navigate towards emotionally unavailable people. And that's because... I am such an emotional person that if I have somebody that doesn't have, I don't want to say control over their emotions, but if they're overly emotional, it will drain me. So mm-hmm. a lot of times I go with emotionally unavailable people, which they don't fulfill me. Of course so, not. Right. So it's like a catch 22. Right. Yep. But mm-hmm. and I recognize that and I see mm-hmm. that. So that's why sometimes mm-hmm. people expect so much out of somebody. You have to realize that you ain't getting blood from a stone like that person may really care about you and they may really love you, but that's all they got.
1: Yep. No question.
0: You know, so it's no it's hard because if you surround yourself by certain, that's why, to be honest with you. I am. That's. I stay home. I'm quiet, and I am. I have my own little circle. Um. I don't. I don't go beyond it most of the time, unless I'm in a different place. But when I'm in a fragile state, I'm very conscious of the people I keep around me and the energy I keep around me.
1: Yeah, no question about it. I mean, we we have to. Um, we have to figure out who you know who our our tribe is. We, right. we have to be able to properly identify who our tribe is, right? Um it's important to have because energy is really look, this is how this is how how important energy is. Um, are you playing marbles over there? What's going on? Me? Um, oh you know what yeah. it is?
0: Yeah you know what thank you
1: for me it's my yes is it <laughs> I'm a husband remember <laughs> oh my god I, I and,
0: and it's so funny how the mic always picks up my goddamn bracelet oh my god that's so funny thank um, you for letting me
1: know of course of course so this is this is this is how prevalent um energy is in our lives right so um one day we we have a um, a 20 month old uh Rottweiler right? and uh we've got a we also have a frenchie and we have a uh a a, a mutt it Was a a mix of a few breeds um my my rottweiler I, I do have to say I love all of my dogs of course but I hate when people say well I don't have a favorite yeah you do um <laughs> my rottweiler is my favorite right mm. and it's it's everything about him it's the it's his size it's his confidence it's his his aesthetic. It's his energy. It's his energy, right? Uh-huh. And and so my uncle in law came over, um, last year for the first time, meeting him, and, um, when he came in, he came in and immediately the energy of my of our Rottweiler. Deuce is his name. And he got his name Deuce because he's our second Rottweiler. Our first one passed away a few years ago. And now he's our second one. So I named him Deuce.
0: I, I mean, I've seen so, him. I just want to eat his uh, face.
1: But uh, forget it. You'll love Karen. So cute. Like, I know. I know, cud-
0: I know. Cuddle
1: with him. Kiss him. I he's know. He's just a big love. Oh, my God. So uh, all of a sudden, that cuddle cute, Lovable mm. energy left change. Yeah. Uh huh. Yep. My wife was like beside herself because this is her favorite uncle, and, uh-huh. and how could you? And what are you doing? And so on, so so forth. And so while I corrected his initial behavior, I mm-hmm. had to begin to. I had to understand it. Right. Why is he because acting that
0: way? This. It's
1: it's coming from somewhere. Right. I began talk, talking to my, my, my uncle, uh, which is my, again, is my, 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 my wife's uncle. I hate, mm-hmm. I, I don't like using the phrase in law. That's mm-hmm. my uncle. So I started talking to my uncle. I said, and we just started talking about dog experience. And what I extracted from his story was that he was, mm-hmm. bitten I know by a Rottweiler Rottweiler when he was a kid. Mm-hmm. And so his energy in meeting deuce. Was that Deuce was an assailant.
0: Right. right? Reenacting.
1: Yep. Totally. So he was like a leery of Deuce. Now, Deuce can't read that you're reacting this way because you were traumatized when you were a kid. All Deuce can react to is, wait a minute, your energy is off. You've got like this, this. Sort of, you know, off energy and that yep. feels dangerous to me. Right. Cause it feels like you actually could attack me. Yeah. What deuce the- was basically sending him was yo bro. I yep. don't like your energy because it feels like you're going to do something to me. And I'm telling yep. you right now, you're you not ain't
0: doing it. Right. You're not Absolutely. doing it
1: right. So he was sending a very specific. Message to my uncle, yo man, fix your energy. Mm-hmm. Fix energy your don't energy. lie. No,
0: energy don't. Animals
1: lie. don't have racism. Animals don't yep. have sexism. They don't. They yep. don't have colorism. They don't have. They don't have all the other isms that we have because those are learned behavior. So animals don't have that. What they do have is energy. So what mm-hmm. I learned from my dogs is I don't pick people according to color, politics, any of those other things. I pick mm-hmm. people based off of energy. Absolutely. I sit in the company of people. And if I get good energy from them, I'm like, I mm-hmm. got to connect with this person. If I don't yep. get good energy from them, I can, I simply walk Audi. on. Yes. 5,000. Yep. Right? Yeah. So literally, we have to become more like our uh, like our animals in that they lock into energy. And here's, watch this. I guarantee you, and this is for all of our sisters sitting there listening, because I know every single one of you have, has done it. You will get around a guy as a single woman. Get around a guy get bad or off energy from them and still proceed. (laughs) Because you like his pecs, his Mm. beard, his Mm -hmm. uh, shoes, his watch, Mm. his Mm -hmm. car, his position, Mm -hmm. whatever that is. You still Mm -hmm. proceed despite the fact that the energy that you're getting from him says, run,
0: warning, run, warning, run. warning.
1: And Beware. you're still proceeding, right? Yep. So, what we yeah. gotta get locked into is locked into what our animals lock into, which is yep. energy. Don't sit yep. there and ask questions. That is your spiritual center that is designed to help you better navigate life.
0: Yeah, very true. I mean, and I've had this conversation because, you know, that happens a lot when you meet people, right? Like if you meet a friend of somebody and right away you meet that person, two seconds later, I'm like, "Uh uh-uh. And, and that, no, no, no. But, you know, they come off like that a further and I'm like, okay. You know, so sometimes the energy doesn't lie. Sometimes, you know, you can jump to a conclusion, but for the most part the energy doesn't lie. So in in the regard to like your your dog, um you know, he wasn't being prejudiced if you will towards, you know, your dog. He just had this experience and he carried it with him. So mm-hmm. your dog was the bad guy which if he calmed down long enough and the the dog would have felt him calm down then Mm -hmm. he could have been licking his face three seconds Mm -hmm. later. Mm -hmm. But it's all a matter of whether or not you will allow it to go to that point. And like you said, you were smart enough to say, okay, what's going on here? Because this isn't my dog's normal behavior. So after, you know, five seconds, you realized why the energy that this man was putting out, he didn't not like your dog. He just was afraid. And Mm -hmm. your dog picked up on that. So Mm -hmm. a lot of times, you know, we do have to kind of sort of, you know, you trust your first instincts, but then sometimes you got to go in a little bit and just see if there's that. Thing there, um, you know that that may help uh, solve the puzzle, so to speak. Um, you know, uh, yeah. beyond the energetic um, part. But I have to just say, I want to say thank you to everybody. I know we've had a lot of people on here that were commenting. Uh, Tony, Pauline, Carmela, um, and there's a few other people here. I just want to say thank you. It's not like I see Chris was here. There's a bunch of people that were here. I don't want you to think we. did didn't um see you guys but uh when me and Andre start talking it could be like six more hours i'd be like all right i gotta go i gotta go pick up my son from school um (laughs) so it wasn't that we didn't uh acknowledge that you were here but um i am actually um I have, me and Dondre are going to try to do this again um, when his schedule permits. So you're not going to, you know, you're going to get to do this again. Hopefully, you know, I know he loves me, but hopefully he at least liked. uh, Did you have fun today, G?
1: Oh, come on, man. Come on. Don't start asking crazy questions. Uh, You and I could have, well, we, we could have fun over, you know, plastic bottles. So, yeah, I think we, I
0: think we have, we have, (laughs) I think we have, we have done that. Um, But yeah, I mean, I just, I, I, the, 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 my conclusion to what I want to say to, to this in terms of passion, you know, versus purpose, um, I it's interesting because Dondre and I know each other, like I said, um, God, since 1983, I think it was. No, we No, yeah. 1983, I want to say. So I did the math and it's like way too many years, right? So we'll just leave it there. Um, <laughs> but, um, you know, we know each other a, a really long time and our... Um, our lives have definitely twisted and turned um, in many different directions, right? And, and you went on your path. I went on my path. Uh, we always, you know, connected somewhere. But what's very interesting is that, you know, who you've become today, because obviously when I knew you, um, you know, you were an actor, you were training to become an actor, Um, And you were a working actor and you're you've taken everything from like one side to the other, if you like all all spectrums. And now, you know, you're an author, you're a coach. um, And you said that acting is your passion, but not your purpose. And so it's interesting that, you know, you've written your book. Um, and, um, you know, you found your quote unquote calling, right? I hate to use it like like that, but, um, mm-hmm. you found your calling in the sense that you have used your pain to try to help others. And I have d- kind of gone 360 as well. And I've done the same thing. And I started these shows, um, because I saw people um, make comments after like I lost my husband and stuff. And, and it was sobering to me to see how many people were in so much pain, but it was never okay to talk about it. It was mm-hmm. never okay. Like I was raised, don't let them see you cry. Um, right. and I, I, was brought to my knees in such a way that I couldn't help but let people see me cry because it just took me over. And I realized that there wasn't anything wrong with that. And I realized that my pain helped, and I mean this in a, you know, helped other people and meaning that me dealing with my pain and other people seeing that helped them. And that was why I wanted to do my show because there are so many people that don't talk about so many things. They brush them under the rug. They brush them under the table. Nobody wants to really hear how you're doing. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, You know, you just say good, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, it Uh, does. I don't,
1: I don't, I don't say good, by the way. When I'm not doing, when I'm not, if I'm not doing well, I don't say good. I say right. I'm and not, I learn. Yep.
0: Yep. No, I got yep. that. You're right. And and so mm-hmm. that's what I mean about learning to own where you yes. are. So, yep. you know, to everybody out there. So this is the reason why, like, and and Dondre and I, you know, I, I definitely, you know, I, I want to do this again with you because I feel like when people listen to these things it, and and they see you living through them, they understand that they're not alone. And when you're going through painful times, you always feel like you're not alone, that nobody understands, nobody gets yep. it because what you're going through is different than what everybody else is going through. And mm-hmm. it is because it's your experience, but it doesn't mean that somebody else doesn't understand what you're going through. Um, mm-hmm. So I have tried to use my pain for purpose. Um, And like you said, pain equals passion um, equals purpose. So for anybody out there that is in pain, for anybody out there that thinks that they can't do it, we're here living proof telling you, you 1,000% can
1: do it. Yeah, without a doubt. Yeah, without a doubt, you you were that's the reason why you were born in the first place.
0: Well, there you go. So I just want to <laughs> leave people with that because I want them I always try to, you know, make people realize them when when I end the show. I want them to have some, you know, like when you watch the Rocky movies and you leave and he wins and he, you know, the underdog and all of that and you walk out of there and you feel like you can like, you know, you can you can uh, you own the world, right? So I feel like every time I try, I end my show. I try to, especially after we talk about real, real deal stuff. I like to end the show with people understanding and knowing that you can do it too. Because listen, me and Dondre, we're 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 just ba- regular humans. Uh, we're not. We don't have superpowers, but our superpowers yep. are now that we used our pain it turned it into passion and made it into a purpose. So if we can do it, you can do it.
1: No question. Well said. So
0: Dre, I love you. Um, I I will stay on with you for like, um, the next like year. I would just keep talking, but, um, we all got, we all got shit we got to do. Um, but, uh, I, I, I do. I love you. I thank every one of you that have been listening today, and I encourage you to share this. this um, I will post the recorded version of this for anybody that didn't catch it live. For those of you that are listening um, and, and you want to follow, you go to realtalkwithkarenstacey.podbean.com. And hit that follow button and you can listen to this on any of your favorite podcast platforms. And Dandre, do you just want to tell everybody um, the name of your book and where they can find it if they want to? <laughs> uh,
1: the name of the book is called uh, Male Versus Man, How to Honor Women, Teach Children, and Elevate Men to Change the World. And you can find it anywhere that you buy books. Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Books A Million, anywhere they sell books, they sell male versus man.
0: There you go. So, um, and, uh, you know, D'Andre also has an amazing, um, you know, acting career and everything as well. So, you know, he's, he does it all. Um, And, and I don't know, I got to see him. He was, he co-hosted with um, um, Kathy, Kathy Lee, right? Kelly, Kelly, Kelly. Kelly, Kelly, Mm -hmm. I'll be all right. See, this is why my, my brain doesn't work. But Kelly Rep. And and we were talking about it. I saw I never watched those morning shows. And for some reason, I was flipping through the channels and I saw Dondre. I was like, my Dondre is on? Like, what is this? And um, he was awesome. He was uh, her co-host, and it was funny because um, you know, me and Dondre have this this really like we're just very close. And whenever like we're around each other, we're always very affectionate and close to one another. So um, when I saw him on with her, I got a little jealous. But you know, it's all good because uh, nah, it was very sweet to watch. And, um, you know, I was happy to see you. I felt like we visited uh, together. So I can't wait until we did get to visit together because life is short and it's been too goddamn long.
1: Definitely. And I can't wait to share with everybody what me co-hosting with Kelly Ripple was all about. No doubt. <clears throat> and that will be that will be coming um, soon. Um, good. But yeah, this is, uh, you know, this is all good. And of course, you know, being able to spend time with you is always good time for me. Um, we go so far back. It's it's just crazy. Um, no so, doubt. Yeah. yeah no and doubt. The next time cool. what we'll do is we'll get on and Maybe have some people um, type in some questions because yeah. I'm sure that people yep. have questions and all that kind of stuff. Yep. And then next time we'll yep. just have them type in questions and address that stuff.
0: Yep, we will. I'm holding you to it. So yep. Um, yep. I got to run. I love you. I love everybody. Love you Thank back. you for tuning in. And we will see you real soon. Bye, guys. Bye, everybody. Bye, Dre. Thank you, Bye, Dre. Baby. I love you. Love you. Bye. I love you more. Love Bye, you. Bye. It would help if I knew how